Hi, and welcome back to another Faith Activators podcast. I'm so delighted again to talk to my friend, Steve Hawthorne. Hey, Steve. Hi. And last time, uh, Steve, uh, my my friend, mentor, director of Waymakers uh, Prayer Ministry, and someone I'm working with now, and just so delighted to get to have these conversations. And sometimes, Steve, you and I have these great conversations, and I've thought before, these need to be recorded. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're doing oh, right okay, now. Oh, yeah, that's what we're doing. So that's okay. why I've got this recording device on your desk. All right. <laughs> and last time, we got into a great conversation on glory for our last podcast, and you really helped kind of color a picture of what glory is and, and I want to talk about something today maybe that trips up people as they think about glory. But, f- but before we get into that problem-solving uh, glory, give us a capsule again of just paint a picture for us of what glory is. Okay. When uh, w- the Bible uses the word glory, it's, it's, uh, it's really talking about the essential worth, uh, the, the, uh, the essential substance of a created thing, there's a beauty, there's a loveliness, there's a value, there's a there's a worth to it. You know, it's it's not just spray painted gold color that's solid gold. There's something there, and uh, so whenever you, that that worth or value or beauty is perceived um, by someone who can, like um, people or angels can do this, animals aren't given that perceptive. Uh, kind of recognition of what glory is all about um, and I'm sure there's animal lovers that will disagree with me whatever but uh, sorry animal lovers but but, uh, but there there are we, we gotta admit that people and angels really get get this glory thing yeah I and, saw Shamu uh, dancing yesterday at SeaWorld yeah, but okay. I think he was just doing it for the fish yeah, right, okay. he was not shaking his head for, Def, definitely, for the music yeah, definitely so yeah so when we see glory we perceive value and beauty we usually celebrate to call attention to it and when we do that we're glorifying something and so what that does is it throws this whole matter of glory uh, as, as throughout the whole creation it's not something that's inside the church building for religious people to say on Sunday morning, to say, glory to God. Yes, I agree, glory be to God. And then to a lot of people, that is meaningless. It just means some kind of superlative thing you say about God. is He's glorious. And um, it, 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 it doesn't mean anything because we can't see God, so it must be you know, invisible glory, and it means nothing glory. But actually, we see uh, the worth and the value and the beauty of God constantly. And as the Psalms say, you know, the the the, the heavens are shouting at us the glory of God. What, what does that mean? It's like there's there's beauty that He's infused in the creation that is unmistakable, and uh, and 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 there's something that is surpassing and marvelous so when we see that and call attention to it as we all have and should we glorify something and that's the heart and soul of what worship is is to recognize uh, what the what the worth and value of this great worthy one is and to speak about him openly with each other call attention amongst each other so it becomes a a relational thing that we do together to applaud or admire someone together. So that's the glory, and that's what it might mean to glorify. And that happens in a secular kind of non-religious things all the time. You know, musicians do a great performance, and they get applause. They get glorified. And they should be, because some of these musicians do outrageously gorgeous things. And that's what 
the life is all about for human humanity is that we've been framed for glory and we know it okay and so what i want to get into today steve is is we well-meaning religious people we get a little tripped up i think because you know let's say you're in your musician example like a musician in the world is going to play and they people applaud they take a bow you do that in church and someone comes up and says, oh, that was a beautiful piece. And the person is going to feel this urge to say, I give all the glory to God. That was a close one. You know, I almost took some of that reflected glory for myself, but I have deflected it now and it's all on God. Yeah. And so we get a little yeah. tripped up. Like glory, it's kind of dangerous. Like mm-hmm. glory is something God has and I'm not supposed to yeah. touch it. Okay. Uh, glory is not something that God has all there is of. Okay. You know, um, the, the Bible says uh, well, five times in Paul's writings, he says that there are that the Father of God is, is riches of, of glory. There's there's riches of glory. The opposite of stingy and glory. Yeah, right, right. He is, and so for God to to infuse beauty and a little bit of spark and a reflective uh, feature of His splendors and His character in every one of His creatures. Uh, um, and uh, you know, sea slugs have some. Some of them have just incredible beauty, you know. And they're submerged down where it's dark in the ocean, and you wonder why are these things outrageously beautiful colors down there where there's no light? Mm-hmm. You know, you just because God just wanted to make things glorious. That's what. And uh, so there's there's really a, a, some splendor out there that is excessive, and so God's God's wealth of glory is is obvious. But um, it, it, it is true that the Bible is very careful to say give glory to God, and what you don't want to do is give glory to humans that should be given to God Himself. And so, but there are some people who get so confused about what glory is that they, they, uh, an honor is that they, they in order, they kind of overdo this and, and say, you know, um, like the example you gave, oh, wow, that was an amazing performance you gave in church. It's great. You know, oh, I glorify God. And people put their little finger up and say, no, don't praise me, praise God. And uh, there's there's something understandable about that. Mm-hmm. But someone who does that but perhaps is misunderstanding some of the, 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 the incredible wealth of glory that God has. Um, it, it is not necessarily true that someone steals glory from God by saying thank you. You know, yeah, I, I I worked hard on that piece. It took me five years to to craft that particular song, and I practiced pretty hard. Whatever, no one's going to say that. Say yes, I am worthy of your praise. You know, that, that that's we 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 don't like to praise somebody that that uh, we can feel is is in it to extract uh-huh. a little, little praise statements from us. We 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 can't stand that. What we love is giving honor where there's some. The, 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 the someone who's worth it and worthy of it, and so the, the, the God Himself loves to do that. You know, He 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 gives praise. You know, it's it, one of the most remarkable feats, things in the Bible, biblically true, is that God gives honor to His servants, and uh, and for Him to say, "Well done, good and faithful servant." 
publicly before who? See, we're, we're in the West, we're so individualistic, we don't realize that God is saying that in front of thousands of other people. You know, well done, good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of your master. There's some sort of joy that the master takes in us, and he wants everyone else to know this is a good and faithful servant. So we are given that the, the, the Bible says that we're going to be glorified in Christ, and uh, and so the, the the glorifiability of humans is is something that is not really well uh, uh, explored in our Christian tradition, most Christian traditions. And I think it, it, may, it might make us uncomfortable because I agree, we don't want to be the, the chest-pounding athlete who says, I'm number one, I'm number one. We don't want to do that. But yet, you go, I think, like you said, we overdo it and go the other way. Yeah, yeah there's, there's preachers with issues. <laughs> Usually yeah. it's the preachers that have issues with their own glory that preach loudly, touch not the glory, touch not the glory, or <laughs> you know that uh, verse from... Isaiah, I am the Lord, that is my name. I will not give my glory to another. Well, that's the point. God never gives his glory to another. All the glory that comes to, that should come to God should come to God. Okay. But God uh, delights in honoring other people. So Jesus asked some of his Pharisee, you know, um, uh, in- interrogators, you know, um, I think it was in, uh, in John, John 8, I think it was, where he, he asked them, why would you seek the glory, and use that word, that comes from each other? Because they were performing very fine mm-hmm. religious deeds. And this guy had a perfect synagogue attendance record back, you know, 40 years, <laughs> you know. I, I grew up in Sunday school, and there was there was perfect attendance pins. Yes, I remember. And people those. would wear the, you know, just to say, you know, how awesome they were, and uh, and so so Jesus asked these guys, how come you give glory to one another and don't seek the glory that comes from the one and only God? You say, why would we? The God gives glory. Yes, that's what God loves to do is to honor His servants. In fact, you know, I, I have a book on my shelf. That um, that it's the kind of book you, you you only need the title and you get it. Okay. So here's the title: Honor, what love looks like. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. honor. What love really, really looks like is honor. Think about it. Anybody who's really loved you, they always want to see you recognized for all you are. Mm-hmm. They see potential in you. Yeah, they, and they see potential. See, and, and yeah, and, and they're lifting you. They're they, wanting to. They, they always you. see something of your future, so they're looking for more. But if you ever accomplish anything, they're the ones giving you a standing O and no one else is, you know. It's like because they just want to give you honor any excuse they can. And so if so if if that's the way you know moms and dads are for their little tykes, you know, in, in kindergarten and they love their kids so much they're gonna give them honor and there's a rightness to that. And we put up with a lot of that kind of stuff. Uh that can you imagine how much God loves you and how, how how determined He is to honor you in front of gazillions of other people? That's what heaven is all about. You get to tell your story, the full one, you know. And uh, you, you know, now, now I scared you, you know, the full <laughs> one. Yeah, no, but there's going to be some surprise things that you don't even know about you, you know, about about what 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 God unfolded in your life, how worthy you were uh, of, of of all the honor that comes to you. And it's going to be so fun. That's why heaven takes so long. 
long time there, eternity. And well, it's because we're going to tell the story, the full one, over maybe over and over. I don't know if we'll get all through it once because it was so much is happening now mm-hmm. of incredible worthy entities. Uh, people who love and honor and serve God, people who hate God but do the still excellent things, you know, and that's part of their story. And then they meet Christ. There's something, there's something that is going to be fulfilled in in glory in the age to come. And and as you say that, Steve, you know, I it it makes me want to love God more because I feel like in my own life, if if I'm thinking, okay, God wants to honor me. And God, I want to live for your. I want to live for that. I want to live for that day where you'll look me in the eye and say, "Well done, good and faithful servant." Yeah. Enter in the joy of your master. Man, that's what I want to live for. Yeah. And so, why would I do all these other little weird little side things and trying to kind of you know get glory and honor here and the side? And I, I could be perfectly happy in obscurity and being faithful to God, and that would be enough for me. Right. To me, there's like so much freedom there. Yes, but 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 what's really really outrageous is is how God has really configured us. He's framed us to be glorifiable entities. So even the Book of Romans makes it really clear that 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 the fall is described in Romans one as we exchange the glory of the incorruptible God. We had that going for us. We exchange His glory for the glory of of a creature creatures we could see, you know. And so we took a we traded off. A glory that was was incredibly marvelous, that we were we were destined to inherit, and we 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 just lost out on it and to trade it out badly, and so and then we then we flat out sin, and it says for all have sinned and what fall short, short of the glory of God. What's that mean? It doesn't mean that we fall short of heaven. See, that's where people are vague on their glory. Mm-hmm. We're we fall short of the glory that we should be living, you know? oh, wow. and, and so being justified by faith, Romans five, you know something changes. And when it says we stand in hope of the glory of God, that's what that, that's what our hope is: is that we shall be glorified, whom He justified. These He also glorified. It says in Romans eight: if we suffer with Him, Jesus. We shall also be glorified with him. And the glory which is to be re- revealed to us, in Second Corinthians it says, is not worthy to be compared to the sufferings. Because the, the, this incredible weight of glory, the, the incredible light and passing suffering we endure now. So the, the, to, to be uh, understanding the beauty and the glory that comes yeah, is wonderful. And how to practice that yeah. is to get good at praising God. Get good at honoring other people. There's something wonderful about God. No one honors others as good as well as God does. And that's what the Bible, Paul five times says uh, that God is rich in glory. He's so rich in glory that he gives honor, he gives glory to other creatures. But his glory is never less by way, by God giving glory. And, and you're going to find, anybody will find that if you make it your project to give, you know, to honor those who are worthy of honor and to find some ways to give public praise to people who are working hard or promise or something like that, it's just, it's so much fun. That's what makes a party a party, I've found. It's always a toast. There's always attention drawn to somebody. That's what makes festivity real. Always. It's not that some guy gives some cynical, you know, uh, sarcastic humor. 
that we chuckle at and we get sick of, really, mm-hmm. what really makes a party, you know, the kind of satisfaction thing, is if someone is there and we get to honor them. And so get good at yourself. Make your life a party by honoring other people. And get good at honoring God and giving Him thanks at every, every last excuse you could figure out and find. And you're going to find that your attention is so on others and how worthy they are that don't look now. Well, actually, that's exactly what's happening. You're not looking at yourself. Mm-hmm. When you gaze at others and try to honor them, then there's this incredible natural humility that forms in you. And you start doing worthy things and you're not doing them in a calculated way so that people will give you that little thanks back. Or or make, or to to look good. You're not going to be worried about how good you're looking, but there's, there's going to be honor coming to you. So get good at showing honor. Get good at, at glorifying God. And there's something that 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 will increase in our in our very characters. Now that was that, that that's a free take home for anybody. But uh, I'll take that one home. <laughs> but I, I and it, there's some freedom in that of me of like thinking, okay. I can live my life, um, like you said, getting good at this, giving honor to other people, giving honor to God, and then I can leave to God me being yeah. exalted or not. Right. You know, I don't have to try to play these little games and yeah. all these you know clusters of mixed motives that are that are really hard to yeah. get out of my heart. I can just say, okay, God, I just want to get good at loving and honoring you and honoring other people. And I know in my heart that your desire is to honor me. Yeah, so I don't right. have to worry, am I getting right. enough applause on earth? Right, right. And so you're going to start noticing little just verses that you didn't notice before. So humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Yeah, yeah, all right. Why? That he may exalt you in due time. Mm. Of course, it's usually overdue time, it feels like. But, yeah. but, uh, but, but you're going to find glory is always there. The, the incredible worthy, the, the beauty of the heart of God, the Father of glory, it's called, is that He what brings what Jesus says, expensive thing Jesus does to bring many sons to glory. Wow. And daughters, I should say. But that's what the scripture is really clear. And as you say that, that verse, I've, uh, you know, I've, I've heard that verse before, of course, and you don't really sense the full orb of what that would mean. No, no. And, and and because it's so, it was, like we said in our last podcast, glory is the religious stained glass word. And we just kind of brush through that. But as you say that, or, or even the other verse you quoted in Romans of, of, of we, uh, you know, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, that we kind of then think in terms of that just means sin. We didn't do what we we're supposed to do. But I, I sense, Steve, you're painting a fuller picture of what no, this no, means. No, no, no. Just, just a Hebrews 2 picture. Um, we, 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 uh, we do not yet see everything subjected to the Messiah, says. But we do see, who do we see now? We see the one, Jesus, who was made for a little while lower than the angels uh, because of the suffering of death. Jesus was crowned with glory and honor so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone for it was fitting for him for for whom are all things and through whom are all things in bringing many sons to glory to perfect the author of their salvation through suffering so so he tasted suffering for us so he could bring many sons many daughters many people to an exalted glory and uh, and so the 
there's uh, we, we we need to we need to stretch out our our, our frame of reference so that we're not just um, uh, Christians who are thinking that the the whole thing is just going to go to heaven when you die. Mm-hmm. Um, this this religion should not be. Uh, we shouldn't be part of a religion called go to heavenism. This is this is not really about you or me or anybody just going to heaven and not going to the bad place. No, it's about a renewal and restoration of the fullness of relationship, and to be changed people to be the kind of worthy ones that could enter into a relationship that God Himself has. I said, I, the, the, the Trinity Himself, the, the the Father, Son, and the Spirit. They're incredibly, uh, constantly exchanging honor and and joy and giving and listening to one another in the Trinity. Now, this is like what what Christians have long confessed about the Trinity, the the beauty of the relationship. We're called in to. To, to somehow enter in that by our worship, even these days. To sing praise to God really does matter. It changes the very person who does it. And God has gone to expensive lengths to change us so that we could give free, open thanksgiving and praise to Him. And, um, and, and because we're, we're lifted up by doing that, we're exalted to be in a position to actually honor God. So do it, man. Don't don't leave this as a oh Sunday we got to sing songs. No, mm-hmm. it's not about singing songs. It's not about going to heaven and and playing a, a a harp on a cloud wearing your halo. No, it's about knowing the living God and being known by Him and being honored for who God knows. That's wonderful. In living, there's something uh, of destiny in that I yeah, sense. Yeah, that of God. That that's what God's destined us for, right. and so the the work of the cross isn't only dealing with the sin problem, which it does, and we're so thankful it does. But there's something of of bringing us to the glory of God. Right, right, and that's why Paul described that his work amongst the nations was dealing with the the sufferings of Christ, the, the, the in order that they would be fulfilled, the purpose of the sufferings of Christ be fulfilled amongst the church, amongst the nations. So that's why he described this as like that. That this is the Christ amidst you, the nations. He's talking about Christ amidst all the nations, not inside one person. Is Christ in you? It should be translated Christ amidst amidst you all. He's talking about the nations, the different uh, tribes, tongues, peoples, uh, every which way. So Christ amidst the nations, the hope of glory, the hope of their glory, is really what Paul was pursuing. And uh, so he pursued uh, that purpose with, with all his being, according to the very power of God, that he could present people from all humanity, it says in, in, the, in the last part of that same chapter, Colossians 1, he could present every people from all humanity as love gifts to God, giving glory to God. So uh, Christ, uh, the hope of glory, there is something that God has very much determined, and he's destined this, is that we would be exalted to be his servants near him, close to him, serving him, and so his, his his love is so great that he exalts us. So we sing that song, Love Lifted Me. 
whoa, did, God, did God's love ever lift you? Mm-hmm. And God is lifting you. And, and we, we need to pause sometimes and feel that, like you, you felt an elevator kind of lift you sometimes. You felt that jolt. Yeah. And we've kind of gone imperceptive on this, but God is lifting us. Uh, and uh, because of his great love, he wouldn't love us so little to not exalt us to have a, a place before him, an honored place where we get to revel in the beauty of his glory. He gets to speak beautiful things about us that are true <laughs> because of what Christ did. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the, I, I'm just imagining in my, in my mind here the you know that wonderful day when when we will be honored and and at the judgment seat of Christ and 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 God honoring us and you know we get these crowns and then we get to you know in the sense God lifts our head and says well done and then we get to give that back to Him with you know yeah, with the honor yeah, we fact, we were able to share that with Him and throw fact, our uh, crowns at His feet l- l- that's l- such an mention, awesome picture go l- ahead mention something you know Corey Ten Boom uh-huh. do you know that the the the, uh, the person who, who uh, uh, Christian in, in the hiding place, uh, Netherlands, the hiding a place. hiding place. She suffered a, a great suffering to uh, help Jewish people during World War II. She died in that uh, not long ago, but uh, endured great suffering. And uh, so she uh, would, would, would she said once that people were always giving her praise. And uh, how does she handle? She was asked all the the words of praise and accolades of uh, honor that come to her. She says, oh, I just uh, say thank you. And I accept each of the compliments. I accept them as if they were a flower. And I put them in in a vase by the window. And in the evening, I give the whole bouquet to Jesus. (laughs) You know, and so... Do you get that? Any kind of word of thanks or honor that she gets, she goes, oh, thank you. She doesn't... No, 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 it wasn't me. So snapping, no, no, it wasn't me. It was just Jesus. It wasn't me. You know, she's not... She she doesn't diss the people who are honoring her that way. She says, oh, thank you. Looks him in the eye and makes that a relational reality because that's what people... People connect with her better because she says, thanks. You're right. It was good. So sometimes people say, Steve... That was such an awesome thing you said. I go, no, yeah, it really was. It was awesome, you know. And uh, and then I go off on a, how true the truths are of God, and how great He is, and they and they they blown away. But they go, wow, that's right. Because I wasn't saying, yeah, I'm really awesome. I was just saying, ah, something good really happened. When we were doing this, and I was amazed by it too. I'm always the most amazed person in the room. But how I, I think I've, I'm trying to learn like to be like Corey Ten Boom. Someone gives me praise, I, I don't get all fussy and throw it back at him and slap him with it. And I say, take it like a little flower. Say, Thank Thanks. you. I put it in a window, a little vase by the window. And sometimes I have at the end of the day, I said, man, you know, I did poorly, I did great, or whatever. I'm, I'm a mixed bag, God, but here, a whole bouquet to Jesus. So I think we can live that way. That's awesome, Steve. Well, could you turn that into a prayer for us? That's so yeah. beautiful. That's yeah. such a beautiful picture. Yeah. So, Lord God, we uh, we want to be the. Uh, of course, we don't want to be thieves and and take away glory that should belong to you. 
but uh, but uh, Lord, we, we're astounded that you would love us so greatly to to be determined to exalt us, to be your servants, and to be uh, honored servants. That we'd be uh, gone to such ex- extravagant lengths to bring many sons to glory. But we do want to ask that you you yourself would be exalted. Uh, and honored and glorified appropriately and fully in the course of our days and um, and that we would be uh, reveling in the simple beauty of being uh, servants who love you and are uh, those that would do be able to be worthy here yeah, your honor your reward so we want life to be a party would you uh, would you keep the celebration rolling and and teach us how to be people of glory Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for listening today to this podcast. Please tell your friends about it. And you can find more of Steve's resources in his website called waymakers.org. Steve, it's been so fun. I love unpacking these concepts with you, and I hope you'll let me interview you again mm-hmm. yeah, for some more. This, is, this has been fun. So uh, God bless you. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.